This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 65. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's topic, identifying the cheat sheets that your deponents are using in remote depositions. Hey everybody, I hope you're having a good week. I have over the last year in particular gotten quite a few emails from lawyers who were able to determine after the fact, unfortunately, that remote deponents had been using a variety of undisclosed memos, sticky notes, and other aids during their depositions to answer questions, refresh recollections, or just spew the party line. One deponent, according to a lawyer that emailed me, had two separate monitors, one on the laptop directly in front of the witness and a second larger desktop screen directly behind the laptop. So for the bulk of the deposition, it looked like the witness was staring directly into the camera at all times. Not so. Another lawyer sent me an enlarged screenshot of the deponent's eyeglasses, where you could literally see bullet point notes on the witness's screen reflected on the glasses that the witness had been using as a cheat sheet. Always ask as part of your preliminary instructions to the deponent about undisclosed sources of information at the deponent's fingertips or within the deponent's reach. Information sources include both cheat sheets or crib notes and electronic devices they may be using or that may contain information that's within the deponent's reach. Witnesses and lawyers have learned that there are all kinds of ways to put information in front of a remote witness that most lawyers will never ask about and thus never know. You have to ask. You're not going to know if you don't ask. These things would never happen in an in-person deposition, but they appear to be happening with increasing frequency in remote depositions. Workarounds that deponents are using include the following, second monitors, one right behind the other, cell phones with information displayed on the screen where the cell phone is literally resting on the laptop screen in front of the deponent, word processing programs open on the same screen that has the camera, chat boxes, sticky notes all over the monitor, screen captures that have been saved as wallpaper on the monitor, sticky notes on the second monitor or on the wall directly behind the computer that the deponent is using, and so on. It's also important to remember that while you want to see the participants in your remote video deposition, the remote deponent doesn't need to see you. He or she can minimize their screen so they can't see anyone participating remotely. They don't have to see you. The camera is active. And so minimizing the screen, the zoom screen, if you will, allows your deponents to look directly at their computer monitor and you'll never know unless you ask what they're looking at. You might think that the deponent is looking at you. They may be looking somewhere in the general vicinity of the camera, but you'll never know. And unless you're actively using exhibits at a given moment, such that you're occupying the screen and they've obviously got to be looking at it, you'll never know that the deponent had minimized the zoom screen and is actually looking the entire time at talking points or notes during the deposition. There's no rule that says a deponent can't use notes or testimonial aids to answer your questions. It's not proper in a courtroom, obviously, a judge wouldn't allow it. But in a remote deposition, there's no specific rule that says that the deponent can't refer to anything that hasn't been disclosed or approved by the examining lawyer. Now, you can, of course, instruct a witness not to refer to notes or other aids, but the better thing to do is to methodically ask 
a set of specific questions at the outset of your remote video depositions as part of your preliminary instructions. And I don't mean something generic like, what do you have in front of you, Miss Jones? Or do you have any notes that you're looking at? I mean something more complete and systematic. For our use, we put together an information verification sheet that we mark as an exhibit in remote video depositions. Now, if you'd like to see it or you'd like a copy, just email us. Send an email request to depositionpodcast at jimgardylaw.com. We'll send you the PDF and a Word version for you to use or adapt as you see fit. But it's designed to be marked as an exhibit. It's got the case style on it for the appropriate case. And the actual title of the document is Deponent Accessible Device and Information Verification. I want to know what the deponent has in and around their space that pertains to the case. So on our sheet, there are eight specific questions that deal with devices being used or at least accessible to the witness during the deposition, and 10 specific questions about information visible or accessible to the deponent, including whether any of the devices that the deponent has identified contain information about the case. We display this document to the deponents on screen, so there's no question about what we are asking. And we mark it as an exhibit, so it's part of the record. The questions are specific, and they're designed to draw clear yes or no answers, along with information about the devices or documents available to the witness. We also ask for details about the devices that the deponent has within arm's reach, laptops, desktops, cell phones, anything else, what brands, what models, serial numbers, if we feel like we need them. This information and your systematic inquiry at the start of your depositions will be worth its weight in gold if at any point you later need to seek a forensic examination of the devices that the deponents identified were at their fingertips or that they were using during the deposition. Now you'll have enough detail to file a motion to compel and to get a court order. Most litigators, in fact, now serve interrogatories or document requests seeking information about devices used by key witnesses to communicate or store information. Those discovery requests are, of course, answered by and filtered through lawyers. But if a deponent is in his or her office or at their home, their devices are all going to be right in front of them or within arm's length. A witness who is testifying from home or office can't and won't say, I don't remember what kind of computer it is. It's right in front of them. Lock that down. Same with the other devices they have available. At that moment, they're not in their car. They're not somewhere else. So grab that information. Those devices can and often do, as you know, contain critical information pertaining to your case, whether you're talking about a divorce, a custody case, civil litigation, trade secret theft, arson, personal injury, whatever it is. If the deponent has any kind of role in the case at all, the odds are pretty good that your witness has received and stored information on the devices right in front of them during the deposition. So the word for the day is this. You should always methodically inquire of all your remote deponents about the devices and information available to them during the deposition. Find that out at the very beginning. Don't wait until you discover while watching your video that there was some document on screen in front of the deponent that you now see reflected in a blow-up screen capture of the deponent's left eyeball. At that point, it's too late. So do it at the beginning of all your remote depositions and do it systematically. 
All right, that's it for today. If you again, if you'd like a copy of the information verification sheet that we've come up with, just shoot us an email to depositionpodcast at jimgarritylaw.com and just put something in the subject line that references the particular sheet that you want. And be sure to check out the book on which this podcast is based. It's now in its third edition at 450 pages, available just about everywhere you can get your books. It's 10,000 Depositions Later, the premier litigation guide for superior deposition practice. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon.